The only podcast that wakes up at 9 a.m. Eastern time on a Saturday morning after raging a week straight of shows in a hotel room with bad internet connection and really tries its darndest to get this great show into your ear holes so that you can enjoy the Bombers experience alongside the rest of us. This is Bombers. This is Bombers. I'm not awake yet, actually, because it's 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time in a bad hotel room with Woo! internet, and we were on tour all week, and I forget the rest of the stuff that Shay just said. I am Bomber number five, Anthony, a.k.a. Deg, joined by beautiful, very long-winded opening line, Bomber number hey, one, Shay. You let me... You told me that I could do the opening line, and I said that I have one ready, and I was like, I'm not going to write it down, because it's too much. Hello, everyone. Deck and I are in the same room. It's weird. I'm uncomfortable. Yes. Kinky. And and we are somehow, magically, across the internet waves, actually talking with Zyber. Hello. Three. Bomber number, hello. I woke up at (laughs) 6.30 Central Time. There are no words for how poor the internet connection is in this hotel. It's so bad. It took, I think, about half an hour to update one file of Discord in order to even connect. And then Discord was like, okay, cool. You're going to get a five-second delay talking to Zyber. So now we're doing it through phone. And it's just like the setup that we have on the desk in front of me here is so janky, jank spanky, and weird. We've got a phone daisy-chained to a splitter, which is daisy-chained to two sets of headphones and a microphone that we're talking into. We're talking into the same microphone, so one microphone, a little mini laptop that has the has everything plugged into it, and ba- basically, like, the entire desk looks like it's connected to some sort of life support system. That's right. It's two bombers, one mic. Uh, yeah. What? 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 Cyber, save the segment. <laughs> okay. Looks like uh, for you to sign into the email, I'm supposed to give you numbers. I don't want numbers. Cool. I'll just cancel then. Yeah, just go ahead and cancel that. It was really funny yesterday. Uh, we were sitting down and eating in this local uh, Japanese restaurant here in Absecon, New Jersey, which which is where we are right now. Delicious food, though. It was really good. And uh, but we were there, and um, we were trying to figure out some some money spending stuff. Uh, I was trying to get. Anthony to pay me for the hotel and he was like well you still owe me for the Minecraft server for bombers and we were trying to work all that stuff out and I was like well I don't remember exactly how much the Minecraft stuff costs so let me just go ahead and sign into the this is bombers you know gmail account and I tried to do that on my phone and it's like you're trying to sign in from an unrecognized device you know and then and then I get a text from Gmail that says you're trying to sign in from an unrecognized device to my phone, which is what I'm trying to sign in on. <laughs> like technology has failed us. And then five minutes later, we get a text from Zyber. Hey, you guys trying to sign into the to the Gmail? Well, we were. Yeah, I gave up. <laughs> it it's... seems like it has a pretty long delay before it tells me that someone's trying to sign in. It's for your security. They they, they definitely don't want you to know right away. They want you to know. Many minutes later. Well, hey, someone um, tried to sign in. Should you reset your password? They give you a five-minute delay, and that way, if you remember that you were trying to sign in five minutes ago, they know it was actually you doing it. Uh, too bad I have short-term amnesia. Oh, you're a JRPG character. Beat me to it. Or I guess that would be long-term, because they, they, they remember, like, their name. Or sometimes they don't remember their name. They remember everything that happens from the beginning of the game when you input what their new name is. (laughs) That or they don't remember their grandchildren's name. Do you guys go with the default names in JRPGs or do you often name your own characters? Like after you or after, you know, members of the Bombers? It depends. If I'm able to... I Yeah, like if it's an older game with no voice acting and stuff, I'll totally name the entire party off of like me and friends. Or if it's Metopia, then I name it off of anyone I feel like. Well, Metopia, I mean, you're literally using Mies, so that that makes sense. But like, if I'm playing Chrono Trigger, like it's it's Frog and Robo and and Marley and Luca and you know Chrono. Like, I'm not 
I'm not messing with that stuff. It's classic. It's good. It's right. But in like Persona 4, where, you know, unless you're following and reading like the manga and watching the anime, like you probably don't know the name of the main character. So you're kind of just left to just input whatever. It's like Joker, right? Yeah, that's Persona 5. That one, you're meant to just have it as whatever name you feel like. For Chrono Trigger, it's really hard to rename them just because they're so personality and such. It's not like the older Fall Fantasy games where most of them can just be whatever you feel like. I mean, also, Frog is, you know, a frog. frog. Robo is a robot. Robo is a robot, and Marley is the worst. All right, what's the next segment? When I first played Golden Sun, I had renamed the characters because I wanted to. And that was a mistake because now I have trouble remembering what those characters' real names in the actual <laughs> lore are. So I'm always like, oh yeah, that's Zack. No, it's not. It's Ivan. What's really terrible is renaming the characters in Mother 3 and then watching the disaster happen. Yeah, Zyb died. And then oh. Muff died. And then... Also, there was a point where I named the dog, and then I forgot why I named the dog, so I tried naming the monkey the same thing, and it's all like, you can't use this name. I go, why not? It's censored. <laughs> it's crazy that they actually programmed in that you can't just name all of the characters Ness. It's so sad. You just gotta add an S each time. <laughs> this... how, how, do we, uh, how do we feel about nicknaming Pokemon? I personally do not nickname my pokemon because i have a hard enough time remembering their actual name as it is oh, i love when it we get into the later games same I, I caught a samson what's a samson oh it's that water type looks like a turtle evolves into samson still <laughs> i mean at least when they do the evolutions it says like samson evolved into whatever pokemon yeah, which then you get to see for like one second until it goes away, and then it's just Samson again. And you check it up in your Pokedex, and your Pokedex is all like Samson. Just watch Sam- the anime. That's okay. I think I'll skip the Pokemon anime. Or read the Pokemon Adventure manga. Definitely. I, I want to do that less than I want to watch the anime. I actually have read it's, the Pokemon Adventure manga. It's, it's really they good. They had it in. They had it at my local, or it might have been Pokemon Adventure, but there was some Pokemon manga like at my local library. You can find it at your local library uh, when I was when I was like eight years old, and I would like check it out every week and just read it. The same one. Yeah, the same one. Because they, you know, you know, kids, you know, kids are stupid. <laughs> I hate, I don't know kids. I mean, you had manga in your library at eight years old. That's amazing. Well, it was that no, it was that one. It was that one issue. It Still. wasn't like a bunch of different manga. Still. It technically was labeled under comics too back then. Yeah. So. My first experience uh, was seeing the Kim Hearts manga at, like, the Barnes & Noble years what? ago. Zyber has a story about Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Wow. It's been too long. It's definitely not been long enough. <laughs> Do you guys have libraries that now have video games in them? Because, like, when when, when my library started offering video games, I was like, this, this isn't right. This isn't what libraries are supposed to be for. Yes, it is. It probably does, but I haven't been in my library in decades. 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 Decade, How old are you? Okay. I have my own library now with video games in it. Mm. My sister actually has enough books that she basically made a library. She even made library cards for her family and friends. What? Yeah, really? What? Yeah. Does she like keep? Does she keep track of who has what book? Like she does. She does. Like, yeah. There's like a there's a catalog thing that they had to write down. You know that they borrowed this book. How long do you get it for, and how much does she charge if you're late? Uh, she she doesn't. Also, I don't think she does anymore since she's out of state now. At least... what, what kind of library is this? Not, I... not a very profitable one. No, they don't make any money for the state. How do they pay their employees? They they don't. They just they're she, owed she, lots of back pay. She's uh self owned or whatever. She's her own boss. Oh, she's... <laughs> Maybe she can deduct it from her taxes to say like, oh, a business profit loss this year. <laughs> I want I want to know more. I, I need we need to get your sister on this show. I feel like we could do an hour on this. Your ideas intrigue me. I, I wish to subscribe so. to your newsletter. It's mostly just make <laughs> cabin crap. I I never wanted any of her books. Wait, make cabin crap like just crafting stuff. 
No, Meg Cabot, C-A-B-O-T. She's like... Oh. <laughs> I thought you said... I think you said make cabin crap. And I was like, what? Well, that'd be pretty cool. I'd love to get I only cabin. read Sue Grafton. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 do the news. This cider. podcast is over. Let's we're, actually we're get going. to the podcast. This this all is the podcast. All right, it's time for everyone's favorite news: the bombastic news. News that is bombastic. Uh, first of all, I'd like to make a shout out to our best friends of the show, Anne, Rob, and Josie, and our friends of the show, Haley Himaru. Now, how can you become a friend or best friend of the show? Well, thank you for asking. You can go over to our Patreon at This Is Bombers and give us money. And that's how you buy friendship. Yep. Money can't buy happiness, but it sure can buy uh, Bombers-related stuff. It buys friendship, and you know what? Being friends with Bombers is how you make happy. So really, you're saying is wrong. Bombers, make happy. And maybe, like, you can give us money to get, like, a hotspot so that we can never have hotel crappy internet issues ever again. Uh, there you go. Dang, I, I, I'm stunned speechless by the quality of that idea. <laughs> uh, you can also join our Discord, link in the description below, if you'd like to uh, interact with us, especially if you become a friend or best friend. You totally would want to interact with us. It'd be pretty weird if you were just, like, silently listening to us from far away will be like yeah i'm your friend yeah it should be noted too that if you do i I actually have something to say about this if you do become a friend of the podcast you do get access to a very special channel on our discord which is much quieter uh quieter in a sense that you can actually like read all of the messages that people are posting because there's not like a million of them every time you check your phone and by messages we mean pictures of our pets pretty much yeah, it's not so much quiet as it is, I, I would say, intimate. Ooh. Yeah. Ew. No, that's... That, no, I don't... You're you're not selling it properly. No, draw people into the intimacy of the bombers. And if you really want to be intimate with us, feel free to uh, write us some fan fiction and send it to our email at thisisbombers at gmail.com. Dude, send it to my private email. The most intimate way to intimatize the bombers is to executive bomb deucer. Yeah, then you can yeah. see us in the background. Not necessarily for this episode, but other episodes nope. you can see us in the uh, while we're making the episode. <laughs> I do one naked episode a month. It's the worst episode. I hate it. This is this thankfully, is the, yeah, thankfully this is the episode. I don't get to see it's, it. It's so bad in this hotel room right now. It's so hot in there, I imagine. We had to turn off the fan, and it, it's Atlantic City, so let's move on. It's really freaking hot. All right, uh, you can also... Follow us at Twitch at This Is Bombers, where we play video games. Uh, we'll be starting that up again this weekend when we're all available. Uh, you can also follow our Twitter, where you'll receive announcements, and maybe eventually we'll see us posting other stuff on there. I don't know. Uh, that is the news for this week. What other news can we have going on? Oh, that's right. We got upcoming releases, baby, <laughs> where there's actually a lot of games coming out this week, but most of them look like crap. So let's talk about these three that sound interesting. <laughs> Yay! On August 16th, we got Road 96 coming out on Switch and PC. Shay, what are your thoughts on this? So I think if I remember correctly, Road 96 is the procedurally generated like story game where everyone ever every road is different or whatever the tagline is. Um, yep. I think is this the this is the same people that did Gone Home and like the Annapurna people and all that. Definitely looks like it, but I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like I kind of set myself up to fail with this one because I don't have, because of the internet, I don't really have a great way to look up who made this game or what the Says, game is about. Did just I'm going off my memory. Digixart. D i g i x a r t. I don't know. Maybe this game is something completely different. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't. I maybe I embarrassed myself just now. Don't cut it. Keep it in there. Okay um yeah <laughs> okay i think it's different people <laughs> all right so uh other thing we got uh on august 19th we have 12 minutes coming out on xboxes and pc 
and so was twelve. This minutes is ahead. that game. This is that game where you're replaying the same twelve minutes over and over again. It's it's got that like top down viewpoint of the couple in the house oh, that I'm sure you've yeah. seen the trailer for multiple times. Like so over a year loop. ago. <laughs> no, it's not Death Loop. Um, no, it, I mean it, it looks. I think it looks really cool. Um, I, I'm really interested to to play it. It's a timed exclusive for Xbox and PC, so I believe it is coming to PS5 and Switch at some point. Console exclusive. I'll probably pick it up at that point because I don't have a PC that's capable of playing games anymore at this point, and only I only on have a Switch Xbox PS5. Game Pass. Ooh, Game Pass. Maybe I'll play it. Well, you'll have to tell us about it then. No, nope, I'm gonna play it, and you'll just have to guess how I feel about it. Alright, I'm assuming that's just 12 minutes of a constant loop of you realizing that your wife is leaving you and you just feel sad. So like every 12 minutes. Wait, I don't have a wife. Exactly. I mean, you you should, lost you her. You should have left that joke to me. You should have <laughs> left that joke to me, but that's okay. You, you lost her, Anthony. Um, it's like Eternal Sunshine of the Spot was mine. I still need to see Great. that. Great movie. Jim Carrey at his uh, at his dramatic dramatic haste. peak, yeah. Except that scene where he gets really upset with Lloyd in Dumb and Dumber and says, That's it, we're leaving Providence. Our pets' heads are falling off and we're going to Aspen. I just wanna be accepted. Okay. What is it? I don't know, he's crying at the window and we watched Dumb and Dumber recently, by the way, if you didn't pick that up. Yeah, it was man, that movie's great. I like Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. Oh, Dr. Eggman. Yeah. Yeah. The the peak of his uh, dramatic career. That was, he was so great in it. All right. Uh, last game, August 20th, is Ghost of Tsushima's Director's Cut, which is coming on PlayStation 4 and 5. So if you uh, want the game physically on PlayStation 5, here's your chance. And I'm annoyed. I'm still working on my first playthrough of the PS4, and I'm a little bit annoyed that... Uh, on one hand, they're coming out with this director's cut, and I'm like, well, but but now I already have I already have the game, and now I got to get the director's cut. But on the third hand, I didn't actually pay for my copy of the game, so like I can't really complain. Nice. You have three hands. I got so many hands coming out of all parts of my body. Um, you should probably get that checked. Uh, I want Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. I held off on getting the PS4 version because I knew that eventually they would do this the old switcheroo and, and release it on PS5 anyway. And I was like, well, I guess I can just pick it up at that point. It's not like I have time to play the games that I buy. So, you know. And of Don't course, with PS5, it's just $10 more expensive than the PS4 version of the same game. Game's good so far, at least the, the regular edition. And with the uh, extended director's cut, whatever, just adding more content yeah sure why not ten dollars more for more game yeah it comes with uh Iki island expansion legends online co-op mode digital mini art book director's commentary one technique a digital point. mini art book is not a bonus <laughs> that is something thing. i am never going to look at and is digital that used to be something that just came with games you unlock them through like you know stuff <laughs> Yeah, like do something in the game, like oh, you unlocked concept art. Go yeah, check it out. Skill points, yeah. And I'm like, and I'll be like, no, I'm not gonna go check that out. But cool, thanks. Well, even when it was easy to get to as part of the actual menus, wasn't reading it. Now it's a, a sub download PDF or something. Like, okay, cool. I'll never download that then. Go check out the virtual manual at www.ghostofsushima/slash. Manual. Put your credit card <laughs> number in here. <laughs> I love the PS5 features. Fast loading. No way. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Suspense slower Suspense state loading. that totally doesn't shut down your console. Good, good, good. All right. Yeah, so that that's what Director's Cut is. Glad I was able to find that. And good that is upcoming driver. releases. If you feel like we missed a game, well, we probably just don't care. But you can, you can Dude, feel Madden, free to play Madden it anyway. 2022. Nobody, again, we just don't care. I care. I care that it probably will be bad again, even though last year's Madden is like the worst reviewed Madden of all time. Until and, until this week. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I'm, didn't excited, they, I like, I'm excited to see the Metacritic. Didn't scores. they forget to like replace things from like 19 with their 20 stuff in that game? Yes, they <laughs> absolutely did. Yeah. People still bought it. <clears throat> They're still making another one. 
So real Oof. quick before we move on to the next step, I realized that I want to do another uh, section here. I think it's time to Taco Bell. Ooh. Talk. Oh, Bell. No, it's, it's talk. Oh, Bell. Talk. Oh, Bell. Anyway, uh, it's been, it's been a while and they've added some new stuff that's pretty tasty. Of course, they brought the nacho fries back to most people's lovingness. Um, I really like their loaded taco fries burrito. I really wish that they would put that in a combo because it's three bucks by itself right now. Yeah, I actually went to Taco Bell a couple days ago on our road trip and got the loaded nacho fries burrito as well, Zyber. So you didn't tell me about that. You didn't ask. I'm offended. I, I thought that you just got a regular Taco Bell box of some normal Taco Bell crap, but loaded nacho fries burrito sounds amazing. Yeah, it and is a loaded amazing. nacho fries burrito, and I got the nacho fries uh, mailbox. I feel betrayed. What's on the loaded nacho fries burrito? Nacho fries. What uh, else is on the loaded nacho fries burrito? <laughs> it's got red strips, which is all yep. you know everyone's favorite thing. Black beans. Red, st- yeah, red strips are the best. I love red strips. <laughs> nacho cheese sauce, lettuce that I... Wait, it comes with lettuce. Ew. Regular <laughs> cheese, tomatoes, and spicy ranch. Did I click on the right thing? Yes, that was what was on the one that I put inside of my mouth and chewed and then swallowed. Uh, and then what happened? I guess I well, can't take the fries off. eventually it turned into poop, if you want to know. I did. Thank you. What, Zyber? I guess I can't take the fries off because I was looking at the customization section and <laughs> I didn't see fries. What? Hello, I would like to order the loaded nacho fries burrito, but hold the fries. And while while you're at it, give me a cheeseburger with no cheese, no burger, no bun. Just give me an empty bag, and I'll just like shove my head in it. And then, oh, dude, we totally hold, hold the bag over where you fry the food, and then close it. So all I want to do is smell it. <laughs> we saw in uh, we so we were I'm digressing. We were in Hershey, Pennsylvania, for some reason, um, and we were at the the land of chocolate like theme park. it's called hershey park i guess that's what it's called yes it's called hershey park and there was uh there was uh, a a couple there with their two kids and uh it started downpouring real hard because it was like a you know it was an east coast thunderstorm you know this time of year and uh they totally were just like they put their ponchos on and then they just like put the ponchos on over the kids heads but it was like basically a plastic bag effect where they were just like putting plastic bags over their kids heads there was no like they the heads didn't go through the bag. They were just over the top of their head. And it was like a toddler and like an infant. And it was pretty funny. I mean, that toddler was probably like, what the heck is going on? And then they passed out and we don't know what happened after that. We just watched. Well, Ate chocolate and... Going back to that food thing, though, it's not too strange for you to be able to <laughs> ask for no fries or whatever and especially then. Because at one point, I went to Burger King with my family and they had like a especially burger with the onion rings on it i go oh i want that and then as usual i ask for it plain because i hate almost everything on burgers and so i get it and there's no onion rings on it and my mom's like well yeah you order it plain i go yeah a plain specialty burger i still want the special part of the burger why would i order a more yeah because i it's a more expensive burger than the regular one (laughs) that's pretty like context dumb burger king fast food employees who literally don't care about anything bombers episode title i think already and so i was a um, kid then so my parents went up there and be like i'm sorry can we please have some onion rings to put on his burger <laughs> apologies our kid is stupid no <laughs> i still think that you ordered a plain burger no i'm i side with cyber on this if you're the employee you got to figure that out it's an onion ring burger like it's literally like you don't you don't say I want a burger plain and then not give him the patty because it's like, well, you said plain, so yeah, but the onion plain, ring is part of the the, the, well, yeah, but the setup. Plain burger, you keep the patty on there because that's the burger part. Yeah, but the should onion you, ring should part you take is the, the part cheese of the onion off ring too? Burger. No well, one takes the cheese order... off when I order plain cheeseburger. Did you order a plain? Did you say can I get this plain or? I, yeah, I because know. it's a I... pain to say get rid of lettuce and tomato and everything i actually halfway through my argument there stopped caring about (laughs) you stopped caring because you realize you're wrong because this is an you have an absurd position here you that you are you are so wrong about this it's i can see a situation in which that could be confusing and i can see a situation in which the person at burger king goes haha saving the company 50 cents 
Yeah, except then they have to like make remake the burger when the angry mom comes up and is like, "Excuse me, can I speak to the manager?" Oh, they didn't. The they didn't remake the burger. Like, I hate my life. <laughs> they literally just gave us onion rings to put on my existing burger. <laughs> How lazy of a, a specialty item is that, by the way? Hey, here's one thing. It's, the, it's like the classic Taco Bell of like everything is made of the same five ingredients in a different combination. Yep, they just they, hey, oh they added fries and so and we already make burger. So here's an onion ring burger. Wow, yeah. brilliant, good job. Well, that's like how they added the fries to talk about. They go, all right, we gotta like make this extent. Not only do we have fries, we also have a burrito that already exists, but with fries in it. And instead of a uh, loaded nachos, we now have loaded fries. Bam! Look at this big difference. <laughs> yep, same five ingredients, just. Mismatched. And then they also There's got that more, like, flatbread tacos, the chicken and the beefy potato ones. Those are pretty good. Wait. They have chicken flatbread tacos? Yeah, don't... Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? Hold on. This is How also a new thing. How am I missing all of these important developments? It the happened the past month. Sandwich, the chicken flatbread sandwich is literally the best thing a Taco Bell has ever had. And you're telling me it's basically... It's back? As a taco, I guess. I mean, whatever. It, it was basically already that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to have a real hard time swearing off fast food then. Yeah, like you, you got one one uh, Taco Bell run to go, and then you're supposed to be done. Oh. Better I make it count. That, one of everything. I told myself that by the time that you are all hearing this episode, I will no longer be eating fast food. So. I believe it when I see it. I mean, you won't see it because I won't be eating it. How about, boom! How about that? Wow. I'll believe it when I don't see it then. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's better. Well, you should just uh, swear off all fast food except Taco Bell. Because, I mean, we need it for the content. Just don't, don't eat Taco Bell. Apparently, creating the content on his own without even consulting us about whether we should do a Taco Bell segment that lasts like 10 minutes of this incredibly short period of time that we have to cover so many topics across the wide world of video games all right well what and other Taco topics Bell. do we have to talk about i don't know the podcast is over oh i really wanted do, to come up with do, another Taco Bell thing do. there but i i definitely could not yeah there's not much else to do they got some new freezes but they constantly make new freeze flavors who cares i don't even like the freezes so me you neither no I love the freezes. I, my problem is they always get rid of the ones that I love, and they keep the stupid strawberry, uh, like the strawberry starburst one. Oh, I like yes. that one. Yeah. Uh, Except that I don't like freezes in general. I'd rather just get sure. a big drink. Well, then I'm the target market among the three of us, so I should get to decide <laughs> which freezes they keep. Excuse me. And that would not be one of them. Just give me regular old pop, and I'm happy. You don't need to make it weird and slushy, cold, ice cold grossness. Just give me a large cup with no ice of the Baja Blast Zero Sugar, and I'm good. Weirdos. Hook up some caffeine directly into my veins. An IV drip of caffeine, an IV drip of Baja Blast. Have any of you guys been buying the Baja Blast cans and bottles since it's the summertime sale of them? Nope. Wait, what? There's a sale? They sell Baja Blast at stores every summer. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I, I don't really care for Baja Blast. I think it's a little... I prefer the regular. You prefer the, the bland soda? No, I prefer, like, regular Mountain Dew. I don't really like the Mountain Dew specialty flavors. I think that they're... I don't know. They don't Actually do flavorful? No, they don't do it. No. I mean, Mountain Dew's got flavor. What are you talking about, Zyber? It's pretty boring. It's like major melon. I don't want like a watermelon soda. I don't want live wire and you know the blue one and code red. Like I'm not. I'm just not into it. You gotta get that game fuel. I'm not do game fuel. I'm not into the game fuel. For fueling your games, man. It's in my not blood. Mountain Dew blood. Gamer blood. No. Gamer. Okay. Gamer blood. Wood drink. It probably tastes nasty. Bobby Kotick drinks Gamer Blood every morning for breakfast. It helps <laughs> keep his heart black. Thick and, Thick and, thick and black. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right, I'm tired of this conversation. Let's move on. 
Weekly Bomb. It's that time of the show where we do the Weekly Bomb, where we come up with some news items that came out recently, and then we talk, we say if it's the bomb or the bomb. Weekly Bomb. Zyber, bomb us. All right. Uh, I fell on this because I can't find anything more interesting. Uh, so Funimation, which is a branch of Son- Sony, uh, bought Crunchyroll. Uh, so now there's less anime companies out there for make streaming anime etc stuff which is just one of those things where i'm all like uh, uh i don't really like how i mean i don't like the idea of monopoly things i'd rather have funimation and crunchyroll instead of funimation and netflix or something when it comes to streaming i'm all in favor of a little bit more of centralization because like the streaming bubble is a little bit obnoxious. Let's be honest. There's but the issue is options. that like Funimation and Crunchyroll have like free versions. You can see a lot of stuff for free, and also they're not just streaming them. They're like doing what they're, like they're the ones helping Simulcast. make them. Yeah, that's the other thing is like Crunchyroll doesn't really make anime, so they're able to actually get licenses with multiple companies, whereas Funimation is uh like a full-on distributor like they're actually doing a lot of production type stuff so they have their own actual line also i'm pretty sure crunchyroll's website is a lot better than funimations it it is and and crunchyroll has been doing a lot of simulcast stuff so again how are those licensing deals going to to shake out when it comes to everything basically yeah like are are they gonna keep crunchyroll or are they just gonna consume them and get rid of them like uh i imagine they'll get rid of the funimation streaming out before they get out of country roll because there's way too much like brand recognition and built-in consumer base when it comes to the country roll identity i don't know i feel like if you know about country roll there's probably a good chance you also know about funimation and there's a high chance that if you know about both of them, you prefer Crunchyroll. There's also a high chance that if you know about both of them and you watch enough anime to actually like justify the purchase of the subscription service to these two subscription services, that you probably pirate like a good chunk of anime off the internet already anyway. Haley has a Funimation subscription. <laughs> Is it true that if you subscribe to Funimation, you get three months free of Xbox Game Pass? I don't know. You could subscribe to pretty much anything to get free Game Pass. I I mean, yeah, I just think it's funny because, like, that's a Sony-owned... Like, at what point are Sony and Microsoft just going to become the same company just by accident? They don't even ever properly merge. They just become the same company. They already make the same console. They are, Sony's already publishing games on Microsoft platform. Microsoft is publishing games on the PS5. Cats and dogs living together. Anarchy. Mass hysteria. West versus East combine. This is, I mean, as far as the monopoly of streaming, that that's a bomb. But as far as like the centralization and reducing the amount of subscriptions that consumers have to do, that's kind of the bomb. So this is sort of like a, a, a dud. Well, I'd also be interested to see if Funimation would use those licenses to help make dubs of them because Crunchyroll has way too many subbed anime that I'm all like, oh man, I wish it was dubbed so I could play video games while watching this. Well, subbing is easier and cheaper. That is the exact point that I made the other day, though, Zyber, in regards to anime. I was—I don't remember where I was talking about this, but I was like, I, the reason I don't like sub-anime is because anime is basically meant to exist to, in order to watch something while grinding in JRPGs. Exactly, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's, yeah, that's like why it exists. So the fact that you wouldn't have dubbed everything at this point is a detriment to the, the media. Voice acting costs money everything costs money that doesn't well you can pay one like wage slave typing away at a keyboard or you can pay like a whole cast of people no just have one person do all the voices for every anime there's there's some people that can totally do that yeah (laughs) not even nolan north just like some guy who just worked on the show it doesn't have to be be good it's anime (laughs) yeah fair enough It's, it's not like the japanese voice actors are actually good this is the episode of Deg is Wrong at Everything, I guess. I'll, I'll say. That's every episode. What are you talking about? Okay, look. I'm, You're fired. What am I looking at? We don't have videos here. 
Alright, well, I have an article. Is this your weekly bomb? Yeah. Okay. No, it's just a random no. article. I have an article, and I'm going to read it during the weekly bomb, but it's not the weekly bomb. Dr. Disrespect is starting his own game development studio. Studio's purpose is to partner with mega influencers, quote-unquote, and build their dream game. So if you don't know who Dr. Disrespect is, he's like one of the bigger streamers on Twitch, or not on Twitch anymore. I don't know, nor do I care. He was too disrespectful. He, he was. I mean, that's he takes on Twitch. Whenever I he saw... Takes on like... Excuse me. He takes on like an 80s shock jock style persona with... That's where his name comes from, is just sort of like being disrespectful so you nailed that <laughs> wow it's like it's like uh, captain obvious in those uh those expedia commercials or whatever yeah yeah whenever and, i hear uh, about him i'm just all like i don't care at all it's like whenever i hear about dream yep what the, the the more entertaining part of this is the the view or like mission statement of this quote-unquote game studio of making streamers dream games which i immediately go all of those games are going to be bad. Well, they just like, make, why don't they just make a game where you can just run around and do anything? Why don't they just make a game where you can just like make a game like yourself, like in the game, and then that's the game, and then you play your, and, ga- and your then own you game. You play and, the game that you made. You mean, oh, like, crap, Nintendo made that already, and Sony also. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will say that, uh, that I think there are some good ideas out there in terms of like what you could do to make a viable game. And I don't think that Mr. Disrespect, uh, sorry, uh, Dr. Disrespect, not, PhD from the University of Disrespect. Don't be disrespectful there. He, uh, he did not go through six years of disrespect school. To be disrespected in this way. Um, uh, what was I saying? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I, think, I think that, um, I, I think that, it won't be a situation where you know the streamer the streamer or the influencer well, first of all the influencer thing is complete garbage and i hate it but the it, i don't think it'll be a situation where the influencer walks into the dev- the design studio and says i want this i don't care whether or not it turns into a quality product this is my dream this is exactly what i want like i would imagine that whoever the de- the actual developers are are going to have a significant amount of creative input in terms of like making the game actually playable, making the game something that people would actually want and will actually sell, not just based on what the influencer wants. Like, the influencer will have, like, a place at the table, I would imagine, but I don't think it's the be-all, end-all in terms of, like, this is my dream, you're not compromising my dream, you know, I'm gonna, we're going to do this my way or the highway and everyone else get out. I, like, I think it will be more of a collaborative process. I imagine influencers so. Influencers don't know how to make games. They don't. Well, even regular game companies... Do they really actually have the director have complete full control, or are there higher ups being like, "Hmm, this doesn't seem to be going well," or lower downs that are like, "Hey, we literally can't do that." Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some development teams that have that. Like, like Shigeru Miyamoto is known for like coming into the room and just flipping the tables over and saying, "No, we're not doing this," and then they don't do it. And Kojima, I imagine, probably has the same amount of clout. But you're right; I think most developers probably don't have that one central figure those are some some big outliers thrown around miyamoto and kojima well i mean social influencers are are more popular than those two guys though, yeah but miyamoto is like a god of game design and knows what he's doing kojima is just crazy well social media influencers have more followers than those guys nobody cares <laughs> the people who would buy those games care yeah i i i think that this is silly because as you said earlier influencers don't know how to make good games they don't know how to make games period whether or not it's good is is a completely different question like the other day you know we were we were kicking around an idea for a game in the car like on our way out here and it's like yeah that sounds like a great game that we would want to play but like if we were to bring that in and pitch that to a game development studio you know would they come back at us and say well here's all the reasons that that's not feasible like is the question is that has yet to be answered is the Dr. Disrespect Studio... I can't believe we're talking about this. Is the Dr. Disrespect Studio going to say, no, that's really not that great of an idea. Like, you should really consider, like, maybe fine-tuning it a little bit. Maybe, like, alter your vision for the game in order to make this, like, a feasible product. Like, how big are the budgets for these games going to be? That's the other part that we don't know. Remember when he used to do the would-you-buy-it sections? Yeah. Should we pitch our game right now, or should we... 
Nah. Let, let, we might actually do this. We might actually do this, so we're, let's keep this under our hats for now. No, it's like, a, would you buy it? Literally any game made by this Dr. Disrespect studio. <laughs> I don't know. I have to see the games. I want to say Probably no right not. now. <laughs> Probably ba not. Based off of what I know about mega influencers, no. Only and mostly specifically because it's tied directly to mega influencers, and I hate them. What if it's a game where you have to undermine the mega influencer community? Like, like by pulling sick pranks on them, like Night Trap or Bully. Then, then absolutely not, because that sounds awful. Like, in what Bully, if it's an influencer around. dating sim? Now, oh, hold on, Cyber's on to something here. Yeah. You'd what if it is? What if it is just an influencer dating sim? Do you want to date social media mega influencers? Probably you like not. That one, uh, that one dumb game where the Game Grumps people are in it. I don't want to play that <laughs> game. Mimi, I've I've talked myself out of the idea again. <laughs> okay, but what if they're weapons and you like use them in a dungeon? Oh, that's already a thing. Not. Nah. Cyber's onto something. That here. actually leads perfectly into what I wanted to talk about for my weekly bomb. So we'll we'll leave it. We'll leave this for now, and I'll just say this is a bomb. We always yeah, do that on I the agreed. second one. <laughs> um. So you you mentioned Cyber. You know, you date a weapon. Uh, it's a game called Boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah. And uh, that was shown off in the most recent Nintendo Indie Direct, which happened a couple of days ago. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say it off the top. I mean, this, is, this is news in and of itself, that there was a Nintendo Indie World Direct, and it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I love these things. I, they, they always show... They always bring, like, a bunch of really unique-looking games. There's always some that I'm like, I don't want to play that. Oh, that's a roguelike. That's... But then they always show some, like, Boyfriend Dungeon, and I'm like, oh, that looks awesome, and I want to play that. Uh, there were a couple this go-around. Um, Eastward was another one that looks really cool. Uh and there, there's some other stuff. Just go look it up. Uh, it'd be better than me trying to explain every game here. But I just really like these things, and I'm glad that they're still making an effort to like show that Nintendo is still a great place to get indie games, even with the impending arrival of the Steam Deck and like all that stuff. Where you know maybe that's a more maybe maybe that's a better way to play those games. But Nintendo's still getting that support and still showing the love to their indie developer scene. I like that. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in getting that game available now on Switch and Steam. That's the other thing. A lot of them are just like, yep, yeah, it's out right now. Go get it. Axiom Verge 2. Go get it. Yeah, what, like, over half of the things that they were talking about in the Indirect were, like, available later today. Well, first of all, what what time is that later today? And uh, second of all, like, if this is the first that I'm hearing about it, quote-unquote, that it's going to be available today... I, kind of, I don't know, I kind of like that surprise, like, hey, you can get this if you want. As opposed to having to wait for it. I, know, usually, I mean, I also... Go ahead. Usually with Nintendo, later today means, like, the last part of the day possible. 11.59pm. Yeah. It's technically still today. Pacific time. Wait, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hawaii time. I do agree, though with you Shay that I, I do love that Nintendo still has that strong support for the indie scene and obviously the indie developers still have that nice relationship with Nintendo to continue to do this stuff even with the Steam Deck being announced and being a thing that they could probably maybe ease more easily develop on it's, it makes me wonder what the actual like behind the scenes relationship like on the books is between Nintendo working with indie developers versus Steam working with indie developers. I would imagine that with Nintendo, it's a lot easier because they have the infrastructure in place to say, like, here's the store where, you know, you're going to put your stuff. Like, they, they send out the dev kits. They do all that stuff. With 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 Steam, you know, indie developers are kind of left to their own devices in, in the sense that they're developing for PC, which is kind of an open platform. Like, you can technically do anything you want, whereas with the Switch, you need the Switch dev kit. You need all that stuff. So... If Switch is your lead platform, which at this point it probably still should be, because the indie games still sell significantly better on Switch than anywhere else, like it seems like that one-to-one -one direct relationship with Nintendo would be more beneficial than a one-to-one -one direct relationship with Valve. Yeah, and Valve definitely seems to have or gear, or uh, you know, uh, sorry, Epic. Yep. Valve. Wait, now I've completely lost what I was saying. Nintendo seems to have a much better like actual 
as you said, interaction with the studios, whereas Steam and Valve and all that is, is much more, they, they're very laissez-faire about, yeah. like, as much as Nintendo, we complain about them not necessarily curating the uh, eShop and Just everything. releasing any old thing. It still has a better, I would say, better curation than the Steam store, which is just like, eh, release it, and if it's a problem, we'll take it down later. Maybe. Maybe. Or uh, the Greenlight program, which I don't even know if that even exists anymore, but it was just like, the community will vote on games, and if there's enough votes from the community, then the game will get made. Here's free codes uh, for everyone who votes yes! Yeah. That's terrible. Then There's at least some manner of control when it comes to Nintendo because of the need to do the dev kit stuff. Would well, I, I was also going to say... I was also going to say, too, like, I think it's really interesting Nintendo's relationship with indie developers as a whole, because Nintendo, basically for 30 years, has been criticized for their relationship with the third-party studios that they that they work with, specifically, you know, your Activisions, your EAs, your Ubisofts, like, your bigger corporations that, you know, realistically, if they wanted to, could probably put the resources into having their own console, but, they, but because they want the additional sales, they partner with, you know, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. But with indie developers... It's, you know, very small teams, you know, Nintendo is able to exercise the amount of control that they would want over the, potentially even over the creative direction of the project, if it's like an exclusive, but they don't, they don't have to do that. They don't, but it's just interesting that now Nintendo is finally getting that third party support that they've really never had because of the indie scene. It's just really weird. It's a weird time to be alive. I like it, honestly, because it's, it's sticking it to the, to the man. And they're they're man. helping out they're helping out the little guy. Well, Nintendo is the man. Yeah, but Nintendo's sticking it to the other men. The other men. There's multiple men in this scenario, and Nintendo is sticking it to all of them. Nintendo sticks Including it to themselves. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I need an adult. I let's. I don't want to talk. About oh, you don't, you don't want to talk about men sticking men. Anyway, uh, <laughs> th- these were all some kind of bomb. Except the indie direct. Oh is... no! Yeah, the indie direct was good. Idris Elba is going to be the voice of Sonic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so excited or for that kn- movie. Knuckles or tail, I don't know. Knuckles. No, wait, wait. What if we just got Idris Elba to do the voices of all of the Sonic characters? I think it would be pretty funny if Idris Elba tweeted out a picture of Knuckles and, like, just to get everyone riled up, but he wasn't actually in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, he had nothing to do with it. He just like, did it to be funny. What if we Sony, got Idris Sony Elba era. to just voice act every single anime character? Sega just starts sending out cease and desist, and Idris Elba's like, eh, alright. Ah, I have money. <laughs> I have more money than you, Sega. I could own you, Sega. Come on. I do own, own you Idris now. Elba. Guess what? Yeah, Idris Elba buys Sega and is like, guess what? I'm Knuckles now. No, he goes, knock, knock. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Chili dogs. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> now the question okay. is just Tails voice actor. In the post credit scene, it was the like actual Tails voice. So like, are they gonna keep that, or are they gonna have some new person for this movie, like they've been doing for everyone else? Was Tails in the original Sonic the Hedgehog movie? He was in the post credit scene. So he's gonna be in Sonic and Knuckles, or whatever the next one is called. Sonic and Knuckles and Tails. Yeah. I I could not be less interested in Sonic the Hedgehog as a like as actual entertainment but <laughs> but, I, but I find that discussing the idea that it's happening like I'm never going to go see the movie but discussing the movie I find incredibly interesting well, if that makes sense. We'll be able to discuss it more when it finally comes out and Haley and I see him like first or, day. I think I I would like to implement a new a new segment called Sonic Watch. Where we just talk about the developments around the <laughs> next Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, you read you read an article this morning, Deg, that had some uh, Sonic the Hedgehog news. You want to <laughs> yeah. pull that up real quick? What was that? It was while he's pulling it uh, up. I can mention that we're in, in our Sonic marathon. We're at Sonic 06. Oh, oh man, no. how's that going? It's terrible, but like it's the game is so obviously terrible that I'm not getting frustrated by it. It's like I have been with the, some of the past games. It's one of those things where it's like it's so bad that you you can't really be mad at it because you you knew what you were getting yourself into. Exactly, like when watching Haley like fight Silver, and I'm just like, oh gosh. Yeah, it's definitely better to get into it after the fact than imagine having purchased that <laughs> in 2006. Did you pre-order Sonic 06? 
comes with a free strategy guide. <laughs> and then you just throw the strategy guide out the window because the game is so broken, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yep. Strategy, pick for mercy. All right, Deg's got an article about Sonic the Hedgehog. Go. Yep, uh, Sega announced recently that the next Sonic game will be one of the bad ones, unfortunately. Uh, quote from Hiroki Satomi, the chief executive of Sega, we're really happy to bring you this abomination. We looked at a lot of different games in the past before we went to work on this, and we left all the bangers on the shelf straight up. We are introducing new annoying characters, eliminating fan-favorite features, and basically just shipping an unfinished pile of code, selling it for full price, most likely. 70 All right, great, qu- great quotes from the Sonic team. <laughs> Saying it's one of the bad ones isn't really enough information. Is it going to be one of the good bad ones, like Adventure 2? <laughs> one of the fun bad ones, like Colors? One of the forgettable bad ones, like Unleashed? Or one of the bad bad ones, like Sonic 06? Any fan could have told you once we got Mania that there was go- we won't get another good one for a while. This is barely news. Quote from the article. It says forgettable, but there's so many kids that apparently grew up on Inlation. It's so weird. I'm, I, we went to a local game store out in like Hershey area. And the guy working the counter there was like, Oh yeah, Sonic Unleashed is one of my favorite modern Sonic games. Is he a high schooler? No. I think he was probably younger than us. But I, not I, by much. I did have a very visceral reaction to that to that statement where I wanted to just walk out of the door yeah. like right then and not make my purchase. <laughs> it was concerning to say the least. It's like if someone, it's like if a kid, you know, running a game store in twenty years is like, "Hey, man, did you ever watch that Sonic Boom cartoon?" Like, man, I played that game a couple years <laughs> after that came out, and that, that Sonic Boom, man, that game was so awesome. I love that. Sonic Boom is the forgettable can... games. I hear nothing about them anymore. It's so bad that everyone just like pretends it doesn't exist. Like not like, like Sonic, Sonic 06. Is... People talk about well, that. Well Sonic 06 Sonic 06 is like legendarily bad. Sonic Boom is boring bad. That, okay, yeah. so that's the forgettable bad. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I forgot Sonic Boom was a thing until you mentioned it, exactly. actually. Well, also, nobody played it because it was a Wii U exclusive. Actually, it was on 3DS, too, and that game was reportedly even worse. I mean, come on. I heard that the... Oh, I just have to talk about Boom. Because I heard that uh, the Wii version of Unleashed was, like, missing a ton of content. All the good content, apparently. Well, first of all, that's assuming there was good content. Most Sonic games are missing all the good content. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard that, like, the, the regular Sonic levels were actually decent. I wouldn't know since I've never played it, but... You know what? You're going to play as the Werehog, man. Werehog. So so edgy. He has claws. He... Unlike the regular Sonic. He shoots people. Apparently, He's got knuckles. <laughs> Apparently, Josie is on absolutely rails, like... done with Fee. Good. Um, or what? You guys remember Sonic and the Black Knight? I've heard of it. Dude, no. <laughs> that was what was that Wii as well? Yeah, Wii U. Sonic and the Seven Rings. Sonic. How many Sonic games can you name that like nobody has played? I think there is uh, almost all was of there them. Only two the storybook ones. Storybook? What? Yeah, the the Black Knight and the like rings or what, Seven Rings. I think was one. Seven. I don't know. I don't know if there's a storybook. I don't know what that means. But uh... Sonic and the Secret Rings, or was that one? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Or I think I said Sonic and the Seven Rings, but I think Seven Rings in Hand is the main theme from that game. How do I know all? This? Oh, yeah, it was just I, the, how, two, how the Secret Rings things? and the Black Knight. They were like considered the storybook series because it was Sonic and a story. How do either of you know any of this? Well, Zyber plays the games. I don't. I, I don't. Know I don't play the games. This is my. This marathon is the first time I've touched most of these games. This Look, is my life! You're only on Sonic 06, so there's still... So many to go. you got things to look forward to. <laughs> no, we don't. You probably have more games ahead of you than you have behind you if you're only at Sonic 06. Sonic, Sonic 06 was 15 years ago! It was in 2006. I mean, do you know how many 2D Sonic games they made? We didn't even touch all of them. Mean Bean Machine? We, we touched that one. <laughs> Sonic CDs... We, had, oh, we didn't touch that one either. I mean, the biggest issue is that all those collections require you to, like, do achievements in order to actually unlock the games in them. It's like, this is a collection. Gross. Just only play whatever the heck is on here. I, I hate... That's my least favorite, like, feature of any collection is 
do these things in order to unlock more games. Like, I paid for these games. Just give them to me. What collection is it that you're playing that requires you to do stuff in the games to unlock the additional games? There's two of them. There's Sonic Mega R, I think. Or Mega Collection Plus. Oh, my gosh. There's, like, a Sonic Gems collection on GameCube. Yeah, Sonic. so Sonic Mega Collection and Sonic Gems Collection are, are the two. And both of them require you to, like... You know, like play the games and get like the achievement stuff in order to unlock it. Kind of like how Sonic uh, Adventure had that, where you collected all the emblems and stuff, and you can unlock some of the past games. But at least that was like a bonus. It wasn't sold as a collection of games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad we kind of grew out of that collectively. If I'm paying for a collection of games, just give me the collection of games. I already paid you for it. Mm-hmm. What? I don't want to have to work for it. How do you feel about unlockable characters in, like, Super Smash Brothers? That's different. That's part of the actual core gameplay. Is unlocking the characters? Yeah. Weren't all the characters just straight up unlocked in the latest one? They were, and I, and I didn't like it. I, I like unlocking stuff in games. Yeah, because then uh, there, there was, like, not much to do in that game besides the story thing and getting all the forget what the spirits spirits like the achievements and stuff were like so pathetically easy to get it's the well i did it for the 3ds game too but that was also pretty easy yeah yeah it depends i as i said i think it depends on if it's the core gameplay or if it's you know a collection yeah Core gameplay. Unlock these games that you wanted Paid to play. For. I need a I need a caffeine, man. We've been doing this for an hour. I it's early, you know. We were up to like one last night. This is well. I was this is brutal. I was up until twelve or so last night, finishing the Neo the Worldlands with you. Well, first of all, Zyber, it's not a competition who stays up later. And second well, even of all, if it was a competition, we, we won. Stayed up later. We stayed up later. Except so, you didn't because you're on the East Coast an hour ahead of me. So therefore, we... No, wait, no. You... That makes you two that hours That means ahead. we stayed That's up even later. That's not how time works. I hate time travel. Shut up. <laughs> R1 is your... I woke up number, an hour but... earlier than you, so it evens out. Okay, all right, I'll, I'll accept that. The other thing didn't make any sense, but I'll accept that. <laughs> um, all right, quickly, what did, what did we do this week? I, we were like out of I time. beat The what World Ends with week? You, Neo, The World Ends with You. Great game. I'm As a completionist, I'm excited to do the post-game content. So that's the sequel, right? That's not like the Yes, yeah, it's the sequel. Yeah. I'm, ve- I'm very out of the loop when it comes to The World Ends with You. I know nothing about it. I know there's zippers and chains, and that's about it. Belts, don't forget the belts. And the belts. Z- zippers on belts. No, that was like 15 years ago. They're all into plaid and dark colors now. Don't like that. I'd rather have zippers and belts and chains. But what about zipper plaid chain belts? The sticks and stones may bake my bones, but whips and chains excite me. They bake your bones? I need an adult. <laughs> well, what else happened? guys i don't know i, I mean I, we i kind of told my story about the kids with the plastic bags over their heads and you know the the thunderstorms and it's so freaking hot out here man like we're so for those of you who don't know uh, anthony and i are on fish tour so we're seeing yeah yeah you the guy who just waved at me even though we're sitting next to each other that was uh, visual content for the executive bomb dudes but only. we're not on camera i can't right even now. see it don't tell them that all right. Anyway, um, so we've been on fish tour. We've been seeing fish, uh, the band fish um, over the, you know, we saw them in Hershey. We're seeing them in Atlantic City. I was in Indianapolis uh, last weekend and it's been a great time. Um, you know, I've, I haven't been able to do the show. I wasn't on last week and, you know, it, it's a miracle that we're even doing this today. But it's been a lot of fun. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're staying safe. We're, we're trying to, you know, get enough sleep and, and eat right. And well, we're not eating right, but we're trying. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you have to say about that? Music good. People bad. People bad. I would not recommend Atlantic City as an experience. Just go to Las Vegas. If you live on, if you live in New York, just go to Las Vegas. The flights are not that expensive. It's not a good place. No, it's very depressing. 
Okay. Just like this episode. Atlantic City wants to be Vegas, but is too horrible to even accomplish that. It's like Atlantic City came first, and then Vegas came along and was like, here, we're going to do it better. Yeah. Even even the Miss America pageant has abandoned its its hometown of Atlantic City and has gone to Las Vegas. Plus, and where no the... longer has a no longer has a swimsuit portion, I'm told, which seems to defeat the entire purpose of crowning most beautiful lady in America. America. Well, of course, that'd be the kind of place to happen, Vegas. That's where the American dream happens, baby. Vegas. Yeah. That's where the American nightmare happens. Cyber, what do you think the American dream is? <laughs> to make loads of money all at once, right? And then spend all. Actually, yeah. That's okay. You know yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Granted, that doesn't happen in Vegas. How do you know what happens in Vegas? In my dreams, What happens it does. there stays there. Boom! This episode is over. Over and out. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right.